But why? Why is that? What? Why are? Why does Europe and North America do it different? I've never daylight because daylight savings is useless and makes no sense. So it's anyone, just, it's just whatever day, whenever they want it. It's dumb. It's just it's whatever stupid. day they mandated. Yeah, it's not. It's a... so dumb. Daylight savings is the stupidest thing in the world. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. that it was in place before because of like farming right you wanted farmers apparently wanted to- apparently if you ask farmers farmers like i don't know what the f- that means john oliver like went around and interviewed farmers right. farmers like i don't know what the f- this is like I so i didn't hear about the boss who started daylight this savings? dude this dude Say, apparently, I don't know, yeah, yeah that's part of the podcast right there <laughs> okay, look, sir. <laughs> sir Ian Fleming. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, I still, God. I still don't understand what. Yeah, it just, it's a pain. Did he ass. start daylight well, savings? I mean, or did he do I time get zones? what Swan says. It's only because uh, wasn't he a cartographer? In some areas, depending on your area. So I did, I did a I'm speech not. on this guy. I did a speech on this guy in high school. So he worked for uh, the train, the the CN train company in Canada. Yeah, and yeah. so. They were having a hell of an issue trying to figure out, like when trains were supposed to arrive and stuff, because Canada's so f-ing huge, right? But I think it, you're right. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. It's time zones. Because the time zones, I don't think he invented daylight savings. Yeah, he ran in time zones because it was getting crazy between here and like Winnipeg and Vancouver all having the same time. It was not well, well. The way that they well, what it wasn't just that it was even just local time right so local time always used to be noon was whenever the sun is directly ahead mm-hmm. no matter where you are right and so that was always depending on what your longitude is and then so it would be like there's a train that could go from here to here it could travel faster than the rotation of the earth so it could get there beforehand anyway yeah so that's where time zones came from <laughs> be such a, a, a mind just all you're stopped in time by traveling on a train <laughs> Yo, There's a math when question I, for you. I'll tell you what, flying to Australia and losing the entire day of my life was one of the weirdest things. Because <laughs> literally, so I took off in LA on um, October the, fuck, I remember this, October the 17th, I think it was. Took off on October oh, the 17th yeah. at like at like 11 p.m. And then I landed in Melbourne on October the 19th at 8 a.m. So literally October the 18th, 2013 just didn't exist for me. Just I was never anywhere where it was October the 18th, 2013. Which but when you fly, no, but when you I flew know, back, did you get an I, extra day? I know I have a, I have a like a just a extended long day. I think it was September the, God, I think I came back on like the 18th. I think it was I had a super long September 18th, but October the 18th, 2013, never existed. Just never happened. That's me. wild. Isn't that weird to think? Like, <laughs> but coming is- back to the original daylight savings, I I. I think i appreciate it more living in a northern community because i prefer it staying lighter later right so you have yeah. so much sunlight you might as well push it to the end of the day so that people can appreciate it and you know yeah but if you just if one you time just never but if you just never put your clocks back it'd still be the same it would still be the exact same if you just didn't put your clock an hour back so the time, the, the time right it is right now would be the time that it is right now it wouldn't change right 
So the only people would be exactly. mad about that. The only people would be mad about that is like astronomy people because then noon doesn't mean that the sun is overhead at noon. So the sun would be overhead at one o'clock instead. But anyway, yeah. Also, you wouldn't have as much time at the end of the day in sunlight, right? But if You'd if, have to, if, yeah, if it was the most if daylight savings was because we're trying to match up with the sun, then why doesn't no, no, no. why doesn't everywhere do daylight savings? Daylight savings doesn't match up with the sun. Daylight savings is to optimize the amount of time with the sun. But again, if we just never, if we never did the whole flip-flopping back, then we would have the same time with the sun. So oh, if we wanted... How about this? We, we would. Is, it would is daylight savings more than an hour anywhere? No. Yeah, it's, no. Like, it's an well, hour, right? That's, that's the maximum it is. It's just that hour. There isn't yeah, like yeah. a... Some hole somewhere in the earth where daylight savings is out. Oh, we're gonna push up forward three hours or something. Okay, <laughs> well, when it was first made, the guy proposed two-hour time shift. Oh, what happened? Yeah. What happened to that? Who who vetoed that as a no? Also, aren't there? Speaking of time, I know we're talking about daylight savings, but speaking of time zones, aren't there some time zones that are like half an hour? Yeah. Yeah. So they're well, like that's right. the thing about it. The East every Coast. place is different in the world, right? Like, what is it? Some places get all the, that time with the sun in a day in Europe at, during different time of the year. It'll be how many hours it'll be pure light. And then reverse, some place will be like dark a lot of the time. Right, but that's something to do with the time like of the, year. Yeah, yeah, but that's different places, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like different places all have different kind of schedules. Dude, this is turning into like a Christopher Nolan podcast, man. Yeah. This is getting crazy. Going back to Abby's original question, Finland is half an hour off. But then you have like, if I remember right, Nepal is like four and three quarters off or Afghanistan is like six and one quarter off. So it doesn't, I mean, it's all up to the government what time they want it to be. It's not really a hard and set rule. The biggest time difference shift is between China and Afghanistan. And it's something like a four and a half hour difference or four and 15 minute difference because all of China is one time zone. They all use Beijing time. And so you think of how big it should be about four or five time zones wide. And then when you get to Afghanistan, it very quickly switches over. So in one that's, part that's of China, fucked. Wow. Yeah. It, 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 so, so basically you just, you just like, oh, okay. Taking up that as soon as you, you get off the plane, you're just like, oh shit. Yeah. It's just, it's not it's even all made up. It's all just made up. Time is just a construct. It's just—it doesn't mean anything. So you could have what we decide it to be. Like that's what time is. It's what humans have decided it is. So you could literally have breakfast in China and then just step over a line and it's lunchtime and you got to eat lunch. Back to Swan's question: You're saying that uh, time is just a construct and it's what humans have chosen to make it. Is it? Was it really a choice? Is my question. I I think that we tried. We we obviously we we created time around. At least what we know is time. We created it around, you know, the rise of the rise of the sun and the moon and, this, and that sort of thing. So we, we created time around like a structure. It's not like mm. we just pick, pluck something out of thin air. Like there's there's a rhyme and reason to to the to the scale that we put in place. But at the end of the day, it is something that we put in place. Like we we are the ones that then decided we're gonna almost dictate ourselves by this scale. We're gonna right, but start, is, we're gonna, isn't there a necessity to it though? Is what I was what I'm saying. Other than the sun coming up, coming down, isn't there a necessity? It, given that none of us in this room, I don't think, is immortal, 
uh, isn't there a necessity to time? You know what I mean? I mean, it dep- I mean, sure. No. Not really, though, because I mean, if, it, if you didn't know how old you were, then you would you would just die, and you wouldn't know how old you were. Like, what's it, what's the difference there? It's like asking if economics is a necessity, right? Is money a necessity? Is is like it's nice to know. It's nice to have this construct of you well, know. Well, I don't GameStop. know. If you'd say economics is a necessity. I mean, w- without money and all that stuff, there's still bartering and trade, which is still a form of economics, right? So I don't, I don't, I don't quite agree with that one. But time is out is a construct outside of that. In the yeah, sense that if seasons. you will get old, you will die. Right. Right. And, and you, you, you can't reverse it. You cannot get young. You but only we, go in we, one direction. But we chose to measure that oldness. No, you're not choosing to measure it. It's happening. You, no, you can't I know, reverse I know, but, it. But we chose to put a number on it. We chose to say, okay, well, that equals 65 it, years. You know, that yeah, because people were dying. And you would <laughs> want to know when you might die. Well, that's what I'm Did saying. Did I get we, enough done I'm before I die? We, we created that. We created that necessity to, to measure ourselves against so this time. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Is, is it a necessity versus is it something that we just made? Oh, well, you know, we uh, maybe want to know when we die. Like, no, is I it said, a necessity I or is it we, a choice? We created it. We created it around a construct. Like it's, it's created with purpose. But it, it, yeah. would it would our lives be vastly different if we didn't measure ourselves according to time? I don't think so. I think we'd live essentially the same lives that we do now. We just wouldn't. <sighs> I think get to work. I don't know. Crack I I don't know about that. The reason we live during daylight hours is because you have light to work. That's we would still do the same thing. We would still work by daylight hours because that's when you have light to work. Almost every almost every human invention, human thing has been striving for a deadline. There's been a deadline. There's been a time aspect to it. I don't know if you people would humans in general, humanity would achieve as much as it has. If we were just like, mm, time, is, time doesn't exist. We got all the time in the world. I mean, there's no rush to do anything. There's no this rush to land on the moon. There's no rush to go to Mars. There's, there's no rush to do anything. No, but that's mortality. Because we have that's all the time. That's yeah, the concept it, of mortality. But it is tied to time. The only like, sure. I agree with you. It is tied to time. But we, have, we are the ones that chose to tie ourselves to that time. We could have easily just said, well, f- it, let's not create time and we'll be and we'll just continue living our lives but we didn't do that we created time so that we would have something to measure ourselves by i'm not saying that's good or bad i'm just saying that i don't think that it i don't think that time has i don't think that time is something that would have existed if we didn't create it also you know bio- biologically you know people age differently biologically right yeah you're absolutely right there's there's a a finite amount of time that everyone has on this earth. But I mean, t- take a look at, um, I hope this isn't racist, but take a look at some, at some of the Asian communities, right? Like you look at someone who's like 40 there, they look like they're yeah, 16. Yeah, I hope this isn't well, racist. When they say Korean, Asian. Koreans look like they don't even know. You're anything. Asian. What do you, yeah, yeah but I hope but this isn't, what? I got a beard. I look a lot older than, than my age. I'm the, I'm the different type of Asian. But you know what I mean? Like, and then you, you go to, I don't know, some other place in the world and a four-year-old looks like they're like 80, right? And, and so I feel like there's like a different difference that's, in how like... That's like, I don't know though, that's perception. <laughs> that's different. That is perception. It is not time. It is perception. doesn't matter if that person looks like they're a four-year-old. They are still 40. doesn't matter. It is, time is still happening. But to your that biological person. age, you're absolutely right. But what if 
what if they're what if they're cells right it's like the heart age you could have the heart of like a 20 year old or the heart of an 80 year old right like what if the biological age of your body isn't necessarily as tied into the time as much as the experiences it's had right think of like a running back a running back who's running himself to the ground gets worn out a lot more easily or quicker in the nfl than somebody who's sitting on the bench Sure. Somebody who has fallen in out of love more times, their heart is probably, you know, a little bit more aged than somebody who hasn't. Sure, you, you can say that. But on the average, on the average, without looking at these like anomalies or these offshoots, on the average, time affects our bodies averagely the same. If one day we wake up and all of a sudden I'm able to exist in the time vacuum with my body than Swan and I can go back and forth and I can be four-year-old tomorrow hanging out with Swan and he can do the same thing. Okay. Then we can say time, or I will agree and say that time is, is a construct that what, we what, created. What, hold on. What makes you think that four-year-old me wants to hang out with four-year-old me? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you want to, you want to run around with kites with me. Don't, don't, come on. Let's not go there. Are we the only known entities to measure time? Like, is there any other species that, I guess, I guess it's like That's squirrels and stuff, they like hibernate and all that. And there's like bugs and stuff that do things. But they don't, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't count it. Like they wouldn't count and say, oh, this has been, I've, I've, you know, I've hibernated for six winters. Like they wouldn't count that. Right. They, they, they just do it. It's, it's, it's an instinct like, oh, it's getting cold outside. We better get yeah. some food in. We better sleep this off. They don't, they don't have a measuring. measuring stick to sort of say, now it's time to hibernate. They just do it. Whales yeah. don't have a measuring stick to say, now it's time to migrate. They just do it. What about trees, know, though? Trees with their... That's the time to do it. Trees, trees sleep. Trees do the same thing. They go to sleep in winter. Sleep. But again, these are they're just reacting to the stimuli around them. In the but same I would way say that, that humans humans do the same thing though. Yeah, humans do the same thing. We humans have circadian rhythms. We we definitely right? do. Our our bodies are tied to our surroundings. I mean, it's which like I said, it's it's Fawcett said something about what how would I know when to set an alarm clock? Our bodies have an alarm clock. Our bodies wake up at a certain time because our bodies know when it's time to wake up. And we've we've obviously manipulated that massively by staring at computer screens and, and setting alarm clocks so that we we break up that rhythm, but our bodies do have an internal alarm clock that wakes that will wake us up when it, when the mm-hmm. sun starts rising, and it'll send us. It'll start making us more tired when the light starts going down, which is why staring at computer screens, you know, till nine, ten, eleven o'clock at night is actually harming human sleep because our bodies typically have started to shut down when the sun goes down. Our bodies just slowly ease down, but by staring at light into you know into midnight, our bodies don't know what the f- to do. They're like, do I start shutting down? I'm, there's all this light coming in. I don't know if it's nighttime, daytime. That's everything. Like it's it's well, humans are just as tied to our surroundings as 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 the the wild world, I guess, the natural mm. world. And yeah, I've heard, I've heard. sleep is important. Sleep is is probably more important than uh, <clears throat> you know. I don't I don't want to say your your age will give you an understanding of why sleep is important because you know when you you're young, you of course you think you're invincible and you could do this and you could do that but sleep is by and large probably you know outside of being able to breathe oxygen is one of the more important things for a human being just in terms of the things that your body has to do in sleep that if you start to deprive yourself very quickly you will see the harmful effects of this it's crazy to me 
that we still, you know, with all the science that we have, with all the education and knowledge that we have, we still don't know every single thing that sleep does for us. And it obviously does so much. We know that it regenerates. We know that it helps us psychologically and, and all that because we've known what happens if you don't have sleep. But it's still nuts to me that we we don't know exactly what's going on when you do this act. Everyone does this act every single day for have, like uh, two thirds or a third of the day. Have any of you guys uh, experienced lucid dreaming before? Ooh, I've heard about this, but no. I couldn't do it. Have you? Yeah, I have. I actually, I, I do. Yeah, I have lucid dreams. It seems Whoa. like it seems like I have them fairly often now. I don't know why, but it does. And I don't, maybe it's, I don't, it's one of those things that after the fact, I look back and I'm like, oh, I feel like that was probably a lucid dream, but I don't actually know mm-hmm. if I'm just remembering the dream really vividly or if I actually was almost controlling myself in the dream. I feel like I was because there were times, there are times where I actually feel like I remember making that decision in the dream, <laughs> which is very strange. Like I remember the thought process going into making that decision within a dream, which mm-hmm. is very bizarre. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. One of the theories that I read about sleep about the many functions of it is one of them is your body's way of predicting situations that you're going to be in. And so a lot of times when we feel that we've had deja vu, it's actually, we had a dream about it. So like if if you have a nightmare about running away from something or something, you're running away from something in real life then, and you have the feeling like I've been here before. It's because a lot of researchers think it's because your body sort of prepared you for that adrenaline rush. It's prepared you for sort of that situation. And similar to what you were talking about, Swan, that thought process, you might be in a similar situation where you have to make a complex decision and you might feel like you've been there before. It's, it's nuts. It's absolutely it's, crazy. Yeah, it's, it's weird with the lucid dreams because you, while I'm making that decision, I, I, I know that I'm in a dream, which is very, which, that's where the lucid part comes in that I'm aware that this is a dream which is very bizarre because I'm making that decision and I'm almost making that decision knowing that there's no consequences, knowing that this is just going to play out in my mind. So I can almost just experiment with the decision. It's very, it's very strange. It's happened a number of times now and I don't quite know how to describe it. And I never really, it's not until like the day after I think about it. I was like, Oh that, yeah, that was, that was awake during that. Like I was awake during that dream. Very yeah, Ola wants, Ola wants to experiment now. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like, whoa, oh, wait a minute. We're dreaming. Yeah. Off the top mm. of my head, I don't remember any of them right now off the top of my head, but um, I know I've, I can, I know that I've had at least. So we, we know what Ola would, would dream of if he could control yeah. his dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Avi, anyone ever uh, wake you up when you're sleeping or something all of a sudden and then like you, uh, you thought you were getting attacked by a dog or bitten by a dog or something? uh while i was being awoken up no i just had yeah. i just feel really out of it like i think most i don't know if i was like felt that i was being attacked by something but i, I would wake up and just not know where i was like what the heck was going on right i mean a lot of times you know those alarm clocks that just start blaring at you and yeah. stuff i've gotten one of those um those sun so there's light alarm clocks the ones that like have the light that mm-hmm. turns on it's so much nicer to wake up to Yo, Abby, Abby's just living the, he's got the bidet going. <laughs> Costco, man. Everything's from Costco. Both of those things are from Costco. We need to get them as a sponsor because they got some good. Um, but, well, Abby, yeah. I, I woke you up when we put 
played basketball one time when we were on a trip on the bus. And then you oh, thought, that... you thought <laughs> yeah, you thought I was awesome. a dog or scary thing. Oh, awesome. yeah. And awesome. you're like, oh, shit. Wow. I was like, oh, you okay? Austin was asking that with a reason. <laughs> wow. Well, there you go. There you go, man. Because all I was like, what? He's like, that's why I was asking it. I was like, man, I yeah, was, I was, it, it seemed it seemed strange to me, but I mean, the worst I've had is, um, you know, you're you're sleeping, but then there's enough of either like an audio input, or or, or a sense of touch, you know, a sensory input enough from your surrounding that it creeps into your dream and just warps it very quickly, very vividly, and it, and. It, in that moment, I almost think that you're aware that something has happened, something has come into this world. You know, in that moment, you're acutely aware that something has come into this world. And then right before you can, you know, figure out what it is, you snap out of the dream. It's almost like if you ever slept in a bunk bed and you roll off the edge of the bunk bed, immediately you might be walking in the dream. All of a sudden, you're like in the air, you're floating, you're flying, and you're just like, wait a minute, what? The-? And you hit the floor and you wake up. You know, something from your, the external world or somebody is talking, saying some things while you're asleep. And then all of a sudden your dreams start getting influenced and they get influenced up until the point where the audio starts to get louder and louder and then you wake up. But in those few moments before you notice, like you actually become aware that I'm dreaming, but something is controlling this from outside of my person. Oh, for oh. sure, for sure. I, I, When's I've the last that? time you fell off a bunk bed? Well, you <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a while, a but you can memory. never, you can never forget that feeling. It's the weightlessness, your dream changes so quickly. Like I'd be running in a field, all of a sudden, like I would just be in the air flying. I'm like, wait, what? And you just hit the floor so hard, so hard, so hard. It's still the weirdest feeling to me waking up and not remembering a dream. Or just not re- remembering anything from that night, like just closing your eyes the night before, being so tired that you just close your eyes and you just wake up the next day. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but it's just like a time thing. And you just you wake up and you feel rested, but you just you don't remember what was happening for the past. Like you, you lose concept of time during dreaming, right? But like it's just you can't remember anything. It's as if like you went to stasis or something and came out of it. I don't know if that you guys have had that happen, but it's the weirdest thing. It's happened to me a couple of times. Um, and it usually only happens when I'm super, super tired. Um, or super but, drunk. Or super drunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that oh, happens. No. We've all Blackout. been there. We've all been there. All right. <laughs> you wake up and you're like, oh. So wait a woke- minute. Here's an interesting yeah. thing. Like, what is the point where your brain decides to go blackout? What, when drinking? When doing whatever. Doing whatever. What, what else are you doing when you're going blackout? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like if like let's say you're microdosing shrooms mixed with okay. drinking, mixed with weed. Okay. And- He's doing this right uh, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah. Like speaking from experience, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a pretty lethal cocktail that you just listed. So, <laughs> I, think that, I think that your brain maybe after five minutes is just like I'm checking out from this. I don't, I don't like care for this. <laughs> it's interesting. To, to know that and it's like what like at what point and would it always be the exact same or 
you know? yeah, your, your well, brain obviously goes in autopilot, right? Like you, you get this alter ego potential. Yeah, I, I feel like that's yeah. what drinking is. Yeah, it's not. It's not so much a blackout as it's just you almost your God take the wheel. Almost just shut. Yeah, wow. you, your 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 brain just says, "Okay, I'm just gonna, I'll get us through this." You know, you don't have to think about it. I'm just, <laughs> I, I'll just do it. Okay, you know what? Uh, I, 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 let me take the wheel on this. I don't know. Yeah, if it's exactly. quite that. I would say, I mean, Abby, uh, you can correct us on this, but I, I imagine whatever you're ingesting is inhibiting some neural pathway that's stopping you from retaining short-term memory, which is creating what is known as the blackout. It's creating a, essentially a hole because you can't retain that memory and nothing gets retained for a whole, an extended period of time. And now there's a black. Exactly. And you have triggers too, right? So there are, it's kind of like your brain has it filed away, but it's lost the network file path to it. So it's the files mm. are there, but you don't know how to get there until that's even trivial. The files <laughs> are there. Up. You can't access. You, you forgot you the directory, but the file is there. So that one exactly. file you create. No, that makes sense because then maybe if you go back to that nightclub or you go back to that place, and all of a sudden you think, "Oh, I was sitting in that chair. I remember that." Mm-hmm. Something like that. You're right. I, I get what you're saying, Abby. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah. Or someone shows you a video, right? They're like, yeah. oh, you don't remember doing that? You're like, what are you talking about? And they show you a video of you like dancing on the table. And you're like, ah, oh, and it just like comes back to you and just hits you. Right? Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it comes back to you. Yes. <laughs> yes. You immediately remember. That was, that was a mistake. So how about this? If you had the opportunity, if you had the opportunity in sort of daily situations in your life to actually be able to make that choice, Make the choice of, mm, do I want to throw away the file directory on this one? Or do I want to keep this so that I can recall this situation? You know, if you had the ability to make that choice, what are the kind of you know, scenarios or situations where you'd immediately be like, throw away the directory? Yeah. So, so 60 Minutes did an expose on these group of people who they found who have insane memories. Like they remember everything, every single detail. They can remember where they were on a specific day. You just name out a day in the calendar and they'll tell you exactly what they were doing, where they were, and it's all backed up. So if you Google it, it's like super, super memory people. There, there's a group of like eight of them that they've found so far and they're finding, finding more and more. They ask these people like, yo, you guys are awesome. You know, you can, you basically just have a photographic memory, everything that you read, everything that you do, every class you've taken, you just remember it. And a lot of these people are super depressed and it's really tough for them because think about every traumatic experience you've had, every bad breakup. Mm. If you remember it, it's like you relive it, right? A memory makes you relive it again. And so a lot of these people in order to sort of figure out how to survive have had to train themselves to sort of divert their attention away from memories because there's so many of them that we have in our life, right? Life is a lot about suffering too, as much as about happiness and everything. And it was really philosophical hearing these guys talk about, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool having this, but it sucks also. It really does suck remembering every single thing, which was, I thought was interesting. I mean, I, I imagine though that people like that at uh, the onset of, uh, we'll, we'll say human, not civilization, but uh, onset of, before, when we started creating communities, I imagine people like that were, were uh, something good to have in your community in the sense that um, there could be a person that you could keep an oral history 
of uh, that community, that group of people, you, you know, you tell them everything and they just, they retain that information, they hold it. And of course they can pass it on to the next generation, but they served a purpose as a bridge, as a, you know, mm. a connection between generations, yeah. between people. But I, you know, I, the question is, is that sort of um, a, a genetic trait left over from, uh, from that, 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 uh, that necessity that uh, I imagine we had at awesome, some point man. before we were writing everything down and, uh, and, and each and almost everybody can write and read and what have you. Was that, awesome. a, was that, was that a necessity to have at least one person with imagine, this? Imagine, imagine that person way back when, who is the protector of all the memories. Mm. Imagine getting them face one night and they forget things. That's how you yeah. plan coups and shit, right? You're like, <laughs> get the memory so guy. Imagine the next day and they go to him and he's like, I don't know what the f happened last night, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I remember everything except for one night. <laughs> That'd be a nice movie. Do you get fired? Do they fire that person on the spot? Like, you're done? Uh, I imagine so it seems like grounds. Place. Seems like grounds for dismissal. <laughs> seems like you need at least a backup. It seems like if you have one of those. I mean, think about how much you can remember. Though there's so much you can remember lyrics. You can remember just random things. Like there's, and it's just it's it's continuously expanding, right? Like obviously you forget a few things as you go throughout life, but I feel like as we get older, you're just remembering more and more and more. Yeah, it's, I, it's incredible how much that we. It's incredible how much we do remember, but then yeah. you realize that, like, the more you, the more we live, obviously. Yes. You, your brain almost automatically overwrites things. Like it just, it, it just decides, it, it just decides. <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need to have that readily available in the memory bank right now. So I'll, I'll almost overwrite that for this new thing that's happening. That's true. It's, it's, I, it almost, it's almost like you do have like a set, a set amount of space. And like your brain just sort of decides what's important, what's not, what can I afford to not remember right now? It's interesting. Well, well, more so than I would say it's overriding it, I would say it's giving recall priority. It's giving recall priority. Exactly. It's archiving, giving recall priority to certain things and saying, yeah, this seems like a thing you should be able to get at quickly. And certain things, it's just like, put it in the back, way, way back further. (laughs) Keep going. No, no, behind (laughs) that stuff. Keep going. And put it all the way in the back. But if you're thinking about that, think about at the end of your life, the amount of stuff that you would have absorbed and are unable to recall. And for lack of a better word, say the amount of stuff that you would have absorbed and forgotten. The amount of information that would have passed essentially in and been locked and lost weight in your head at the end of your life. Sure, you, you know, you're picking up and, you know, different things are moving to the, the forefront and what have you. But think about not just the stuff that you're able to remember, but the stuff that you are unable to remember. Because if the little that we understand about our brain and how memories work and how we recall, we're recalling, we're pulling a very small fraction of all the things that are being processed. So imagine all the things that are in there at the end of a life just locked away. Nobody can access. Nobody will ever be able to access. Just locked away in that maybe, mind. Maybe that's what happens when you when you hear 
people, you know, there's people that have had near death experiences and they, and they tell you that, you know, your life does actually flash before your eyes. Maybe that's almost like the door just gets unlocked and all of a sudden, all of these memories suddenly just pop into mm. your head and you're just like, oh, yeah. And, and it, obviously you don't really process it because you, you're dying. But, you know, it, it, what if that is what it is, right? It's just almost your brain just saying, okay, I can, I can sort of let this all go now. Yeah. Could be. No. Um, to to Avi's point earlier about what happens when you sleep, it, it might just be, you know, an opportunity for a while, you know, your physical self is not running around, you know, your your subconscious self actually has the opportunity. It's almost like uh, owning a library that you can only visit at night when you're asleep. You know, your subconscious self is like, oh, finally, yes, you get to relive a couple of these moments to check some of this stuff out. The, the stuff that during the day, you don't have the time, you, your attention is being pulled. When you fall asleep, your subconscious self is like, oh, nice. Time to kick it back to the 90s. Like, you know, it's an opportunity for like you to Netflix, go through the inventory. Through exactly. Your subconscious oh, yeah. like, oh. mm, Samantha. Oh, God, look at that. You know, it's just an opportunity for your brain or yourself to 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 explore or at least take in more of who you are and your experiences. You know, like you said, in a way, your mind is preparing you for stuff. It's preparing for all these things, but you somehow don't recall all this stuff. But maybe when you're asleep, that's part of it. You know, your mind is like, oh, yeah, you know, this thing actually happened today. You didn't notice. But uh, since you're here in the subconscious, you won't remember this. But let's go over this. The brain is a wild machine, man. And when that it's, it's crazy because the brain is the only thing that we're, that we're trying to figure out using itself. Right? I know that's, yeah, it's not, it's, that's yeah. insane to think. Yeah. I mean, how much it, percent of the brain do we even use? And oh, yeah. I mean, the, the common, common quote is 10%, but that's been, that's been proven wrong. Right. Cause people have been put under MRI machines and been yeah, asked to do I, stuff. I think, and, I think it's been proven that that's more of at one time we only ever really, you know, we only, we don't obviously use our whole brain at the exact same time. We use different aspects of it at different times of the day. Oh, that really, like? what, what really fascinates me too is how much your brain can play tricks on you. Yeah. Where yeah. there was, uh, I was listening to a podcast that was interviewing a guy that has had COVID. He didn't, re- well, he knew he had COVID, but thought he beat it. But he had like one of these variances that variants or whatever that he had it for like multiple weeks, like a very, very minor case of it but it was affecting his whole sleep and if and his brain was playing tricks on him that um he was he he thought that he was supposed to be in like a lockdown situation but he was you know going out to walk his dog which is fine but he was convinced that there were police people following him everywhere he was going there were spies there was like he was listening to police scanners to see if people were you know reporting in that he's walking his dog and he was like a hundred percent convinced and there was nothing that, that anybody could do to to you know convince him otherwise i find that fascinating or like a beautiful mind right where that movie where he's convinced that he's working for the, the state the cia or whatever it is and it's all completely made up in his head i just find i find that kind of stuff fascinating but also scary at the same time like what is my brain playing tricks on me right oh, dude. and nobody can tell me otherwise but going back to abby's point that our it's the brain is one of the few things that we're trying to understand using itself what if our brains playing tricks on us while we do that what if humans brains are like 
while we're trying to understand the human brain, the brain's like, I'm not going to let you know. I'm not going to tell you this. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you it's something else. Yeah, dude, it's nuts, man. And and like, if you think what reality is, reality is just what the brain's telling you it is, right? Like it's, if you've ever met somebody who's had the onset of dementia, it it can be incredibly sad for long periods of time and talking to them. But at some point you realize that they're in a different, those individuals are in a different, um, reality right they think that they're maybe in their 20s when they're really in their 90s or something like that and so you you end up having to navigate this conversation where you're dealing with somebody who's in a totally different reality than where you are and where most of the people are and it's it's a really surreal thing I remember yeah remember I I volunteered at a retirement home and having to deal with that and uh and dealing with people who thought they were like getting bombed in world war ii and being like no and and the thing is that that's (laughs) that is that is their reality. That is very real to them. Yeah. I remember uh, at, when I was at golf school, we had a, a psychologist who was who taught a class because they were trying to, you know, tap into your mental state and make sure that you were, you know, mentally prepared to be the best golfer you could be, I guess, et cetera. Anyways, he was a, his, this was a profession was being a psychologist and a, physio, and a psychotherapist and that sort of thing. And he, he used to say that, uh, you know, he's had people come to him when there's been like, you know, serial killers and this, that, and the other, and people ask him, you know, what was that, what do you think that person was thinking? What was that person thinking to make them do this? And he would always say, I don't know. See, he would say, look, it, it, it's not going to make sense to you or me. It made sense to them. Whatever they were thinking that made them do that, it made sense to them. It's, it's not going to make sense to you or me. So us trying to speculate what they were thinking almost, almost is useless because it it doesn't make sense to us but it made sense to them they acted on a reason something that made sense to them we're gonna think it's crazy but it did make sense in their head that was their reality which is very strange to think that that was that made sense to them when their their reasoning that they got that they used to get to the point where they said i'm gonna have to kill 16 people that made sense to them in their head they were like this is this is what i have to do which is very strange that is very strange. I never thought of it like that. That's, yeah. They're not, they're not necessary. I mean, we look at them and say they're crazy, but in their head, they are very sane. They are making, they are making decisions based on a certain number of factors, this, that, and the other. Yeah. It, makes, it makes sense in their head. There's a chain of thoughts that leads to that decision, right? Yeah. And to say that somebody else who had the exact chain of thoughts wouldn't be in that same situation is, yeah, you, you'll never know, but mm-hmm. that is, that is pretty crazy pretty nuts do you do you guys think that well speaking about sort of all these memories that we have we're getting closer and closer to to creating these supercomputers that you know with the goal of one day having the same capabilities as what a human brain has and maybe perhaps more do you think we'll ever be in a spot where you can sort of just like link in like the matrix and stuff and start downloading (laughs) like that scene where he gets up and knows kung fu and stuff i know i mean the closest thing is elon's working with that mural link right you're not one Abby. no i haven't i think he's testing he's testing as always as always we have not because that that's actually a a what are you talking about because i think abby knows more about this but i think he's uh don't quote me but that is such a false fear you guys heard about this abby abby tell him (laughs) (laughs) well he's the host too so this is going on for multiple reasons all right explain what you're talking about i have no idea what cyberlink what no neural link neural link okay probably on joe rogan's podcast with elon musk but uh yeah 
he explains it a little bit there, talking about how he's trying to basically have telepathic abilities between humans, right? And he's on the uh, first steps of that. Who, Musk that is, shit, Elon Musk is. Yeah. Neuralink is, yeah, his program. That, that's just going to be militarized so quickly. But that man. is like, also yeah. a, a program that helps repair parts of the brain that that haven't been repaired or stimulated before and specifically with people have issues in their head like we're sort of talking about so is this like a company that uh, elon musk is like working with that's trying to come up with therapies and stuff or right exactly okay Hmm. yeah what is what isn't elon musk working on right (laughs) the guy's everywhere did you hear what bernie bernie roasted him on twitter because elon was talking about how he's He's trying Who's to take Bernie, Bernie Sanders. What other, Bernie? What, other, what other Bernie do we know by a first name? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. I didn't know he was on Twitter. That's, fair. Okay. That's you know, a fair question. You know a lot of Bernies running around your life? <laughs> I know a couple Bernies. Bernie Madoff. Madoff is one. <laughs> All right. What were you saying, Abby? Um, so Elon Musk was on Twitter just basically pumping his tires saying, you know what? you know, the amount of resources we're putting in uh, SpaceX to, you know, get to Mars eventually and do all this. And Bernie Sanders gets on Twitter and just roasts him about like, you know, just the state of the U.S. right now and like how we should be putting um, resources and fixing here right now. And, and it's it's commendable to think about Mars, but we're so messed up here. It was a big, a big deal. I think the Colbert Report was talking about it, it was all over the late night news and stuff. But yeah, Bernie Bernie threw some fire at Elon, man. It was it was interesting to see. Bernie's such a G. Like <laughs> that guy. Jeez. Missed the yeah. trick, man. Imagine if Bernie had been elected. If, imagine A, if he'd gotten the ticket over Hitler in 2016. And oh. then if Bernie, and then if Bernie won against I think Bernie would have beat Trump because he would have had he would have he would have garnered as much. The reason that Trump won is nobody really loved Hillary. Like nobody yeah. Nobody fell in love with Hillary's policy or, or her persona, et cetera. Nobody fell in love with that. Whereas obviously there's plenty of people that fell in love with the Trump persona. But Bernie had plenty of people that had fallen in love with Bernie and what he stood for and his persona and his policies. He had people that loved him just as much as there were people that loved Trump. So I yeah. think that there, was, there would have been more passion behind a Bernie campaign than there was behind a Hillary campaign. So I think that Bernie would have beat Trump in 2016. Imagine how different things would have been if Bernie had been the president since 2016. Do you think, I think, I think this is a, I think this is a definite, we know what the answer to this is, but do you think that the U S would have handled COVID better? Oh yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. But here's the thing, man, what Bernie's done, I think is even, is even more impactful. He's, he's created a, a quote unquote dangerous idea, right? Uh, dangerous in the fact that it's it's game changing that people who previously thought it was impossible to have things like free education and free healthcare in the US are now going like no, these are possible right yeah. like he's he's creating the idea right now you're seeing things like AOC and there's there's a and, people, and you're making a good point because if he was president he probably wouldn't have had a chance to foster those ideas obviously we know that's what his end goal would have been but as president he has to try and work together with everybody and try yeah. and find middle ground this that, and the other he wouldn't have been able to really sort of push this idea and say this is where we need to go because he has to yeah. you know finagle his way around washington so by not being president you're right maybe some of his ideas actually took hold better than they would have if he was president 
Like, he more a chance if he was president, he might have caught COVID and died, though, right? <laughs> we could say the same thing about Trump. Well, he did catch COVID. Well, well, no, he didn't. We all know he didn't. It's the biggest <laughs> lie in the history of lies. <laughs> yeah, dude, the future the future is going to be interesting with all the all the brain stuff, learning about, just figuring what sleep does, man. That's all I want to know. I just want to know what sleep does i like no one can tell me with a straight face i ask why can't i remember this dream they just because you can't and then maybe maybe you won't like the answer abby so we just don't know about do abby do you want to the whole if we get to the whole singularity do you want your brain to be imported into a cyborg yeah man that's immortality right there isn't it isn't that isn't that what immortality is you live on yeah, for sure. Well, I don't know if I don't know if I want to be. Maybe if I had the, the power to pick and choose parts of my memories to go forward, that'd be cool. Because I, I I'd probably like miss all <laughs> all you guys. So would you though? <laughs> would you? I sound like it. I, I, wouldn't, like I, would, it. I wouldn't want to remember you guys. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> is, is, isn't isn't I suppose you know without uh, putting too much of an emphasis on it or thinking that uh, humans are. Uh, <clears throat> have a bigger role to play in all this than uh, we actually do. The whole idea of immortality, or at least the concept of it that we are toying with, isn't it very dependent on our experiences as a human being? Like if you were a machine and what have you, it might be, I don't know, you might not, uh, it, it, it might not dawn on you, immortality might not dawn on you in the same way, even if you were able to put your consciousness into this machine and that machine and this and that, I don't know if it would dawn on you in the same way as being able to live forever in your own body, accumulating your memories endlessly and, you know, watching all your loved ones die and what have you, all, all the good and fun stuff that comes with immortality. Yeah, for sure. So it's kind of like having was... a robot right now, right? A robot right now with your memories is completely separate from you. So you're absolutely right. It might not be anything. Well, I was going to ask, I mean, it's kind of like uh, I, I was going to compare it to, you know, vampires from Twilight or whatever that just never die. They kind of... <laughs> Twilight, maybe? You're going to pick I don't know. the vampires. <laughs> Twilight, that's, that's the one you went for. Okay. That's the one that I thought of. Or, uh, you know, in the shadows or whatever, you know? Where it's... Uh, that's exactly what I was going to say is do you want the immortality from a point of view that, you know, everybody that you know is going to die, but are you fine making, you know, acquaintances with other people or are you going to be 800 years old and stuck in your ways 800 years from now? Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I could deal with the whole... Yo, imagine how every- lost you would be with technology at that age. I mean, there's 50-year-olds there's that struggle to use a phone. Uh, you imagine at 800 years old trying to use whatever new technology is out there i would at that point i'd just be like you know what i don't need to be here i don't need to i don't need to deal with this (laughs) robots (laughs) popping themselves just (laughs) (laughs) how about you mikey what would would you do yeah i know i asked this question i don't have a good answer i i don't i think like a hundred years is a good round number i don't know if if i could live to a hundred i don't think i will that's a good round number but you know humans like you know things in 
decades or whatever we have 10 fingers we like to measure things in we decades. just talked about this this is all apparently i know on a concept that we've made apparently. i know and i was and thinking it. about it you know? and it's all coming full circle now that you know he, humans like to have those kind of milestones of 10 20 30 yep. well, I mean, my thing no, it's, you know. it's the measurement it's it's the yeah. measurement part you want to be responsible for we're not responsible for the time say. part no that's but i agree that's what i said that's what i said i said the same thing just in different words, obviously. I think, <laughs> oh, okay. I think if I needed assistance to get to a hundred, if I if they were going to put my brain or something or cyborg my arms or legs or whatever to uh, get me to a hundred, then I, I'd do it. But I don't think I would go much beyond that. Interesting. That's that's it. Eh? Just a hundred. That's, that's well, what you draw how long you want? Well, a hundred and done. Just right. Yeah. Blow the candles oh. out, although we don't do that anymore. Clap the candles oh, yeah. out. <laughs> would you would you live differently if you knew that your hard cap was at a hundred and like 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 as long as you weren't stupid, you I mean you were healthy and everything, hundred was was it. You weren't going to 101. Would you live differently? Would you do anything differently today? See, I, I think that knowing when I would die, like knowing okay, I'm gonna live I'm gonna die at hundred, I think I would be worse because i'm a terrible procrastinator and i would know i know that if i knew i was gonna die at 100 i'd be like oh, i got plenty of time I get, like, you know you like, you know you're oh. not going to get to 100 now you know that you're likely going to die between the age yeah, of but, like 60 and 80 but not knowing but not knowing when i'm gonna die makes me want to do it now makes me you know makes me want to travel now because mm -hmm. i don't know if i'll get to be able to travel later so I have to travel now. I have to do it right. Whatever I really want to do, I have to do right now because I don't know if I'll get a chance later. Whereas if I know that I'm going to live to 100, if I know for sure that I'm going to die at 100, well, then, you know, that trip that I want to take to, I don't know, to Fiji, I can, I'll be like, oh, I can do that in 10 years' time. I got plenty of time. I got, I'm gonna, you know, I got, I got, another, got another 60 years. I'm good. Like, I got plenty <laughs> of time to do this. And I would just put it off. And at, like, 99, I'd be rushing around trying to do <laughs> The world would be full of ninety, like crazy ninety-nine year olds. Ninety-nine year olds skydiving and shit. <laughs> <laughs>